Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me, he is the master of all things Soulsborn. He's Andy Asimakis. Oh, How are you, Andy? I, I don't want that title. That's a very aggressive title. It is aggressive. I am good at those games, but no. No? No. I think I would suck at PvP a lot. You've been enjoying and it, though. Yes, I have been enjoying it a lot. Indeed, it's way too much. Indeed, yeah, me too. Actually, I'm actually, I'm, yeah. actually, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm taking my time, and dying is not nearly as punishing as the older games, uh, because of the nature of exploration and being able to like have save points. And I could pretty much, I the risk reward decision making is a lot easier. It's a lot easier to make those decisions in this game. But folks. Before we start talking about what we've been playing, this is the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, the internet's number one gaming news and discussion podcast, hosted by two people you've never heard of, probably. The show posts each and every week for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, and of course, it streams live on twitch.tv slash dual screens streams, and later as a video on demand on youtube.com slash dual screens TV. And if you want to support us on Patreon, it's so very simple, a baby can do it, but they shouldn't. Because you need payment. You need a credit card. So you go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our baby Patreon producers, Colton the Apprentice Nestler and FNH Paul. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support. So we do appreciate every single little bit does, in fact, help. It's actually getting us to PAX East again this year, Andy. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been too long. Since we've been to Paxi's, so I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. See some old friends, make some new friends, do 40 interviews a day. I cannot wait to have my Super feet tight. ablaze by the time the weekend's over. Indeed. So, folks, this episode is going to be a little bit uh, different. Uh, we are going to talk about what we're playing, and instead of going over our normal news, we are then going to cut to our reactions to the PlayStation uh uh, state of play that went today neither andy nor i watched it so we are going to do a live react which will also post on the youtube channel so if you haven't seen it or you just want to watch along with us i guess head over to the youtube channel and look for that watch along watch it with us it's only 20 minutes and then we're going to transition and come back to the show like normal so you're going to hear our reactions to that if you did not watch it and you want to um, once we're done with the what we're playing section or the adventures in gaming, you can pause the show and then come back after you watch the uh, the beautiful state of play. Andy, it is now time to slide ever so gently into the adventures yeah. in gaming, gaming, gaming. Andy, I it's, am it's, finished with I'm Aztec. Finished. You are. I did not finish Aztec. 
No, no, I get it. I know exactly what you're trying to say. <laughs> but I am finished I with it. I think you've reached a breaking point and you're finished with it. Um, Yeah, it's... Uh, I think embargo's up, right? I don't even know. The game is out on Friday. Friday, okay, yeah. So, I believe. So em- em- embargo is not up. But the right. review will be up. Oh no, reviews are up. Oh, so reviews are. Up. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're reviews right. It was early. It was the fourth, fourth or sixth yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I could give you some quick thoughts. Uh, yeah. my, I'm gonna. I have a full review that I'm typing out right now. I'm gonna make a video review as soon as I get a minute to calm down. Um, Aztec: The Forgotten Gods is not a bad game. I know it sounds like it is. Um, it is just. Put it this way: If you're gonna play this game. Give yourself at least two hours to play the beginning of the game because the first mm-hmm. 90 minutes is nothing but dialogue and moving around from point A to point B and just having conversations with the same person like over and over again. Um, once you get through, and we've interviewed uh, uh, these, the developers, like we know right. the story, like I, I was blunt with how I felt about it. So like, it was really hard to get through that first couple of hours, but it's not it. it and to, to miss envy's point in the chat, no, it's not fetch quests. It's literally, it's so, and I'm just going to say the word poorly put together the beginning where it's literally, I'm having, it's like, I'm having a conversation with Andy. Right. And then mm-hmm. we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. And then it'll fade to black and then it'll, the scene will come up and Andy will be on the other side of the room and it'll say, go talk to Andy. Gotta go talk to Andy some more. And then you would move the 18 feet and press the the button to talk to Andy again. And then another conversation would happen. Then it would fade to black, come up. You're in a slightly different location and Andy's somewhere else. And it goes, talk to Andy. And you're like, <laughs> what? So then you go and you look for Andy again, like Andy's in a slightly different position, like not right. too far away from the house, but like somewhere around the house. And then you find Andy and then you have another conversation. And then Andy's like, hey, go find Taylor. Uh, go t- Or right. not even just like, hey, uh, Taylor was looking for you. OK, cool. And then fade to black. He goes, go find Andy. <laughs> fade to black. Come back up. Find Taylor. And you're like, OK, find Taylor. <laughs> And then start a conversation. And that's what it is. No joke. You get so much exposition. And you, but other than that, like once you understand that, that it's trying to set up this, this universe, this is if the Aztecs, if that whole culture like moved on into the future. So like it's future Aztec, right? Um, It's very PlayStation like early PlayStation two, like that's what this game is. And it's not just like that in its looks, um, or, or the looks that it's trying to, to portray. Um, but it, it feels like it when you're, when you pick up the controller and you, and you play like the, the camera functions very old school. And that kind of works against it for a little bit. Um, until you fight your first God, which it's basically like shadow of Colossus where you do a couple of things story wise. And then this giant, god shows up and you fight it but it's all based on um flight combat and kind of like spider-man like combat Mm -hmm. um but like spider-man 2 on ps2 combat 
right. where you're like swinging from these Aztec buildings and like using these little jumper portals to like go all around the, the big baddies and like you're finding their weak point and you're hammering the weak point. The weapon's really cool. And the thing that surprised me the most and the thing that really hooked me um, and kept me going was it has a really fun skill tree to unlock cool combos and abilities and, and strengths and, and, and new stuff. And, and I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. I was hoping this game would be a little bit more action RPG than it was a, um, narrative story and boss fight game. Like it, it had the exploration that it had was very minimal. Um, but it was a beautiful city. Like when I say PS2 graphics, I'm like, this is like PS2 if it was pushing the hardware to the very maximum and then and then giving you a little bit more. Um, that's what this feels like, and it's beautiful. The character designs are gorgeous. The bosses are phenomenal. The the particle effects and all of that, all of the lighting is gorgeous. I played this on PS5, Andy, and it's like it it, it doesn't need to be on PS5. Like this thing, this thing could probably run on on like an an actual P like a PS3 or whatever. But <laughs> it's um. So, like, my final verdict, you'll have to read the review or, or listen to it, but it's a very bipolar and confusing experience until you start to get the hooks in you, and then you're just going to have... It, it's 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 a blast um, to play after that. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, but I have a funny feeling a lot of people are going to have a lot of issues getting through that beginning. Because yeah, it I've is seen some arduous. middling reviews, and I feel that's the... Um, they can't get past the initial point. They've already are emotionally spent by the time they get to the actual yeah. gameplay of it. And then it happens but. so abruptly when you when you're fighting your first ball like boss fight. Um, mm -hmm. it happens so abruptly that like you didn't really have ample time to understand how the controls work. You had a very limited combat tutorial, so like you're just spazzing all over the place. The camera's going all over the place because you can't figure out like, all right, what am I supposed to do? How do I move towards this guy? But for the first two hours of the game, you're like, let me do something, please. Don't just let me do something. I have this giant god arm. Let me beat something up, please. I think if it had a more 3D beat 'em up or adventure game DNA built into it a little bit more, it would probably service it a lot better. Like give yourselves a little like uh, you know, um like uh Crash Bandicoot-esque or whatever, like Spyro-esque, like world design, more enemies or whatever would, would probably behoove it. But that's not what the story they're telling, which is which is fine, because the story they're telling is actually incredibly compelling, well-researched, uh, voice acting is awesome. Um, well, the it's, it's not voiced over, it's like sound, it's voice sounds, but like kind of like well you know like uh, uh but it's beautiful like it, it just has it, it does it has a really a really nice ambiance to it but anyway speaking of beautiful how about that elden ring oh god i can't stop playing it yeah i really can't uh yeah. i took a small break last night because i had a, a slight breaking point oh um yeah because you know as you're as you reach higher levels you need like a lot of runes to level up so yeah. I think it takes like 70,000 plus down to gain a level yeah, or sucks. 80. And I had lost. Uh, I died like on Monday night with like 80k souls to retrieve. Runes, right. right. And I was like, you know what? I'll just go get those. I'll get them tomorrow night. You know, I'll just you know, put this away, go to bed. 
played last night, sat down, 10 minutes in, I lose all my runes. No. And I was like, okay, let's watch a movie. Save scroll. I don't want to play. I don't want to play video games anymore tonight. <laughs> I feel very deflated. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know about the higher levels and like what it's like, but like the thing I, I'm I'm loving about it so much is that it's way more forgiving when you die because yeah, sure you lose you lose all your runes. There's typically a save area that mm-hmm. is much closer than than in older games. Even though things reset, the fact that you have the horse that you could blow by everything. Mm-hmm. and like go around and still find your your corpse or whatever to retrieve your runes like that makes it so much easier because as long as i get to my body if i'm being chased by a hundred things i don't care let me get to my body let me hit the triangle button let me get my shit back and i'll just keep going in that direction until i find safety like i will just go i will unlock so much yeah. map if i could just get out I'm away in a, from bad things i was in a no horse zone no horses allowed oh. zone so that's a little bit trickier for me but listen it's like by the time you get to the end of the game you can rack up like millions of runes like in 15 minutes that's how intense it is so it's not a huge deal but i was just like you know i didn't want to come home to this i'm done for the night i'm gonna put it away <laughs> it's it discouraged <laughs> go to bed I, I just felt so uh first work now this okay let's just sit back and i have more. a hot take and a prediction okay my hot take is this style of Souls game would make the perfect games of service slash MMO. Oh, I don't know about that. Now, wait. That's now, an interesting. Do you want me to explain why what I'm why I feel that way? Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued by this. It doesn't concept. have to be flooded with players, but you. What I think they should have, or they could do easily, is a hub world, like the round the the table, right? The round mm-hmm. table. That's the like round where table everyone hold. congregates. Where everyone and congregates, out. and you could say, "Hey, buddy, you want to come with me into my into my world, my instance?" And mm-hmm. then they come into yours, just like you would normally summon, but come mm-hmm. into your world, and you guys could just play together, just mm-hmm. explore together share cool loot discover cool secrets and then you don't like dropping fingers and like no. making symbols and telling and your then, friend to use the same password as you do no. to go run across the map <laughs> and then what you can do is have anything that i unlock that's new mm-hmm. to me um also unlock on my map when i go back so it's almost like you're going into this like parallel universe where you're gathering information so, like, the progress will stay, but only in as far as unlocking save spots and collecting items and, but, like, your bosses will reset. Yours will. Like, you'll have defeated it with your friend, but yours will still be there. Mm-hmm. So, you still have that experience. And now, here's my prediction. Okay. It, it's going to happen. This is your prediction. That's my prediction. It's going to happen. We yeah, will get a Games of Service Souls game. It's going to happen. I, I really don't think so. Uh, it's an, it's a it's a novel idea, but I'm not know, saying my idea is going to happen. But I right, it's just Souls games are a weird breed because I love them so much, and I feel that there's so much I want to change about them while I'm playing them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if only they did X, Y, and Z, I'd I'd feel a little bit better. Right. Like, oh, can I pause the game or can I? do x y and z or like why can't i 
you know, um, warp to any place I want on the map in certain spots. Like mm -hmm. the, the, there's like dead zones. You can't Why do you warp. give me dead zones for summoning ashes? Like right, that's dumb right. Too. Why can't I just summon whenever I want to summon right. shit? So stuff like that. But then the more I play, it's like uh, I really wouldn't change a thing about. But here's the thing. I'm not saying game. that it's the direction that it's going to go from now on. I just think that we're going to get a Soulsborne uh, MMO slash games of service style thing. Like that it's going to be the also end of the From Software. And here's the thing, Andy. There's been a ton of news about how PlayStation's ramping up games of service uh, production. Like they're hiring a lot of people for that kind of thing. Do you think this is their, one of their goals to like... How do you, how do you software? not, if you're looking at all of your franchises, how do you not instantly go to from software and demon souls and say, we have this IP that it game, it, it would print money, Andy. Right. But it also means a lot of support and yeah. a lot of content to keep it going. Yeah. And I think I'm on, I'm on the side of, I'd rather they just have a one and done Maybe do a DLC down the line. Look at and that then too. Move on to the next. Look at that too. Project. But they want their they want revenue stream. That's what they're here for. PlayStation is jumping on the revenue stream bandwagon. They'll be Ubisoft before you know it. All right, Andy. <laughs> it's time. Were you playing anything else that you want to talk about before we go? No, it's all yeah. it's it's sickness. It's an addiction. It it's, is. I've ignored everything else in my life. I've gone back to work, which is good i guess takes away from playing uh elden ring but mm -hmm. no with the power of remote play you could play elden ring anywhere you shouldn't put these ideas in my head dude she really shouldn't put those ideas in my head because <laughs> <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we are going to transition to our post state of play thoughts in just a moment but first we have to watch it so we're gonna go do mm. that and transition well uh welcome back to uh, dual screens crossplay podcast. Now we're going to give you our thoughts and our and our reacts here. Uh, Andy, a lot of cool stuff here. Yeah, uh, really strange opening with that dinosaur anthem game. Yes, the uh, and the uh, <laughs> Dino Crisis. Steven, I, I don't understand how they, hear they me did out. that. Hear me out. <laughs> yes, that game is Dino Crisis. Okay. But you spell crisis C R Y S I S, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, that game looks like it's gonna be a trip, and I can't deny. I can't deny my desire to play. I don't. Game. I don't. Yeah, I don't hate that. That's, that looks like a, a lot good, of fun. Like a buddy up. That looks like a shooting Muso. Yeah, that's what that looks like. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see oh, what else do we Capcom. talk Who about? Green lights that shit at Capcom. It's that's totally insane to me. Uh, we got so, some more Ghostwire Tokyo uh, yeah, so gameplay that looks mm -hmm. dope as hell. Uh, that's exciting. Um, what else did we see? What is this? Oh, that's right. That's Ghostwire. Okay. I'm just scrubbing along here. Um, yeah, it was Ghostwire followed by Final Fantasy Origins. Yeah. Very for, brief. Great. Yeah, Love that. But there's a demo coming out very soon for that. Mm -hmm. uh, March 18th, as we saw. Team Ninja. Mm -hmm. Team Ninja. Interesting. Hmm. Well, the game is out 18th. Demo out today. 
Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. What? Oh, I thought that. Which one has the demo that that was out? Final Fantasy Origins has a demo out today. A new one. A new one. Okay, that's what. It, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Forspoken looks really good. Oh, Forspoken has my heart. I love this world. I love these characters. I love the enemy design. I love that it's all fucking magic. It's like my fantasy of being a wizard is finally becoming a reality while playing this game. You're a wizard, Harry. And again, I am so glad that it was delayed. It looks. I feel like. Yeah. I just feel with this this many particles happening with the frame rate drops you saw in some earlier gameplay demos, mm-hmm. it needed more time in the oven. So I would hate for a game that looks this good to be like get a bad score because of optimization or shit like that. You know that. what kind of vibes I'm getting from it? Mm. Control. Ooh, it's control meets Dungeons and Dragons. I'm just getting like those that magic usage, like throwing shit all over the place, manipulating the environment around you a little bit. Mm-hmm. The the camera angle is very control like. Um just looks so cool though. Oh man. Almost every everything like everything about that game looks dope. Uh, then we had the Gundam. <laughs> then we had the Gundam, which the... I was like, okay, this is like where you, you didn't lose me, but you were all over this shit when you saw oh, it. Oh, I mean, it looks like dumb fun. Like, what's, what's right. not to like? You're just going to shoot each other, you know, play, capture the flag, whatever the hell, like zones or whatever, using Gundams. Yeah, I'm down for that. Absolutely. And yeah, this is okay. Three competitive game modes, as they say. Look at this. Look, it's pretty dope. Now, was that a shown for the first time this game was I have no idea for this I have no idea Andy <laughs> Gundam Evolution yeah, yeah. maybe it was a new thing that was announced a lot of first looks uh Ninja Turtles we're getting them all see this is Konami Konami I feel is like the great grandpa at Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner we, is he alive or dead in the in the chair somewhere <laughs> in the corner <laughs> and then he farts every now and then like okay he's alive um, that's what this is now as much as I love Ninja Turtles we've gotten re-releases and other copies blah 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 of these Konami's games Konami's done this for Castlevania yeah. Contra and now we've moved on to TMNT uh, which is nice to have them all under one roof like here's every single think, sprite game who do you think is paying who to get this thing done do you think Nickelodeon's paying Konami to release these or do you think Konami had to pay oh, Nickelodeon I can, I, can, I can easily find out like, did Konami say, hey, we have these games we're sitting on. We can't release them without your permission. You know, whatever. Kaiju yeah. game. This was interesting. Yeah. Giga Bash looks like right. you know, like fun little arena brawler mm-hmm. beat em up game. No problem. I'm into it. Passion Republic games. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got so this JoJo. this was like the first. This is obviously a port of or a re-release of a yeah eight eight year old game ten year old game at this point. But I think they're adding new characters by the looks of it. Uh, they say fifty. So yeah. then so samurai slicing dudes up like crazy. We, we we like that one. That one looks really cool. Oh, we love Trek Tiomi. This looks incredible. I don't care what you say. I love the black and white aesthetic. Oh, yeah. I like it, too. Yeah. So what are your final thoughts on this uh, state of play? 
final thoughts. I was not expecting to see Returnal. Oh, yeah, Returnal. Let's talk about that. Returnal, uh, I really wasn't thinking there'd be any first-party stuff at all in this. Like, people were like, oh, we're going to see God of War. I'm like, what are you, insane? God of War. Yeah. But Housemark showing off the 3.0 update for Returnal, adding co-op and a new, yeah. like, survival mode. Is the <sighs> Now, I wonder if the co-op is only for the survival mode. That's a good question, Mega Man. Um, I don't know. It could be. It looks like that's the first level. Yeah. That they're walking around in together. Yeah. Um, that is just so cool, and that is if something it's we co-op the whole game. Then we're doing it. We, I mean, we, this is something we thought about. Like this game would be awesome for to play co-op. See, and I wonder how they'll have it, like story-wise, like when she meets another her, and they're working together because. You know there's new dialogue for this and new right. motion capture. Yeah. We got to ask our friends about this, about this one, Stephen. Yeah. Goodness. <sighs> Those weapons look like the one that, they, that didn't make the cut when it first came out. Yeah, let's release them, guys. <laughs> Just put them in there now. We're getting some more backstory, it looks like, as well. Yeah. More flashbacks, some new areas. Very exciting stuff. O- overall, mm-hmm. honestly, like... The fact that this was announced, what, a day ago? Um, mm-hmm. I think this is a a win. Like, just yeah, see, this, seeing that they have some, some stuff cooking. and There was more new shit than things you already knew about, which I love. Um, yeah. For a state of play, which are usually, like, again, they're middling, lukewarm reception. Like, it's okay. Like, cool, some indie yeah. game, some third-party shit we already know about. But this was, this is solid. This is a solid 20 minutes of games. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I, I am not mad about this at all. I am excited. Uh, yeah. I hope you're excited. Um, listeners, viewers, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we're at dual underscore screens. I'm at Batchild27. Andy is at Pantsguy. Join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash DS podcasts. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash NDS podcast. Thank you very much. And as always, please. Use the axle to each other.